It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, we're quarantining, so I don't know if you feel like me, but like we don't even know any more weekends from weekdays, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's very surprising how we adapt to times. And, you know, I'm quarantining by myself, except there is my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, always looking at me and, and smiling. I put him on the actually... Uh, other side of my of my office uh, at home, you can look at it at therendezvousshow.com. It's quite a cute little teddy bear I've had for years. Um, and so anyway, you know, it's it's Monday again, and one of the difficult things we we're all facing is either we're alone and loneliness is difficult, or we are together and you may want to talk about it and ask me questions because I can read in your emails and your tweet and your Instagram DM that things are not always easy. So you have a question? Eight five five nine zero five. 8255. If you watched the news earlier, you're going to agree with me that what we need right now is to hear love stories, is to hear sweet romantic things that we do for each other. We need to fill up our minds, we need to fill up our soul, our hearts with good vibes, reminiscing about the past, things that made us happy. I want to hear things that made you very happy. Uh, 855-905-8255, just call me. Lindsay, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. So, I understand you went to a different country a little while back and you met somebody mm-hmm. special. Tell me where it was and what happened. Yeah, it was actually my very first solo trip that I did. You know, no friends or anything with me. I was traveling through Europe uh, a few years back and uh, just decided to, you know, rent a room on Airbnb. And turns out the host was a very personable, beautiful Italian man. Um, I was only supposed to stay in that particular Airbnb for about three days, but I ended up extending and staying for weeks. And, um, you know, we've been together ever since. He became my tour guide while I was there and now... Quickly, you know, he became my best friend and my husband a year later and my soulmate. When you met this man, what did you feel? You know, I was, again, I was on a trip by myself, so I was a little outside of my comfort zone, but there was something so welcoming about him and personable, and I felt safe, even though I didn't obviously know him right away, but um, that was just my initial impression of him. Feeling safe. That is a great description, actually, of an expression of so of being with the right person. When you feel safe with a new partner, it's your soul, your subconscious, your intuition who goes on the green side instead of red. And it's really interesting. So thank you so much for sharing that story, Lindsay. It makes me feel good. I can imagine. I love the country. And we need to hear all of this because life will go back to normal one day. And things like this will happen again and again and again. So thank you for keeping us uh, memorizing this kind of thing. Thank you so much. Good night, Simon. Good night, Lindsay. I have a question for you. When you meet someone for the first time, how would you describe the feelings that makes you decide yes or no? So let's talk about that next. When you meet somebody for the first time, first, first time, you know how you get those emotions, feelings, vibes, like excitement, attraction, worried, creepy could be, or safe. You know, your intuition is sending you all those signals. But which one do you think is the most important, which opens the gate for you to feel comfortable? My last caller, Lindsay, was saying the word safe. And so 
I agree with her 100%. When it comes to meeting somebody, if your intuition rings safe, it means that you are protected, that the person has no bad intention towards you. And let me give you a personal example, a personal story of what I should have known and ignored and what happened. So my personal story is coming up next. Stay with me. So, you know, I always tell you, you should always listen to your intuition. And I was just talking with you about the fact that the most important feeling on which we should base yes or no, do we going to have a second date, is to feel safe on the first date, safe. If you feel safe, you can build the future. So I, goofball that I am, uh, I remember that time where I went on the first date with a very charming woman, and I didn't feel safe. Something was off, but she was so charming, so funny, and just, what can I say, you know, the visual disturbance of the charm. So uh, I ended up going on a second date, third date, and then go out with her and then discover, you know, that was the rebound of a guy and it was all a mess. And I said to myself, thinking back, I knew on the first date it didn't feel right, but I went with it anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So don't do like me, do better than me. Anyway, I'm glad to share that with you. You calls and you questions are next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question about your love life, about your relationship, just call me, 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Mélanie. Hey, Simon. Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. How can I help you tonight? So, I got back together with an ex, and it's been like three months now. When we dated originally, it was about six months we were together, and I thought that he was moving way too fast. Like, he wanted to get married and wanted to like put my name on all of his finances. It was so fast, it, it scared me. We broke up. We broke up for about a year. We got back together. It's been amazing, but now he's moving so slow. It's like molasses. Like we haven't even established that we're exclusive. Like he doesn't even want to talk about that stuff. And it, it's kind of driving me crazy how slow it is now. I understand many. So here's here's how it goes down. Once you feel the other side, your partner is moving slower than you, is resisting the evolution. It doesn't want to evolve. It doesn't want to be exclusive. Well, you have a choice to make. You can't force somebody to want to be with you. You can't force somebody to want to be exclusive. It has to come from them too, right? Organically. So I think the best you could do is start the full distance, right? So you don't engage with him. You don't ask him anything. You don't want to see him. Why? Because why would you want to spend time with somebody who doesn't want to build a future with you, right? So you you, you take on yourself and say, no, you know what? I think you're not really into it. And um, I think for now, it's better we don't see each other. Two things will happen. A, he's going to miss you like crazy and understand that maybe you're the best thing he's ever had and he's going to see it clearly and his heart is going to open against the fear of committing. That's option A. Option B, well, he's going to get mad and tell you, oh, you know, you're too serious and, you know, why don't we just enjoy because he wants to ooh-la-la and be romantic. And if you give in into that, you will lose. And at the end of all this, and that will take no more than a week of distance, you will see if you have a chance with him or it's best to move on because why in the world, Melanie, would you want to invest your time, your emotions, your heart and your soul with somebody who doesn't want to build a future with you. I think that's great advice. 
thank you. I think communication is always the best thing. I'm just going to talk to him about all this because I think that he does feel the way that I do and is exclusive right now, but he just is afraid to say it. I understand, but you got to do the distance. You can't just talk to him. you got to do the distance. He's got to miss you. If you don't frustrate him, nothing will evolve. Okay, thanks, Simon. You're welcome. Thank you, Melanie. Stay safe and stay healthy and have a good night. <laughs> you too. You know what? I'm going to go to my Facebook message and do something I rarely do on this show. I'm going to pass a message of love from someone to somebody else. Stay with me. This is a very sweet Facebook message, and I want to talk about that next. So you know we are separated for a lot of us, quarantine, we're doing the best we can. And so I received this Facebook message, which is something I don't usually do on this show. It's somebody has asked me a personal request, actually Maggie. She sent me um, a Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show, and she said, Bonjour, Simon. My girlfriend, Anastasia, is a big fan of yours, and she listens every night to your show, and I was hoping that you could give her a message for me. And I usually don't do this, but tonight, I'm going to help Maggie pass her message of love to her girlfriend, Anastasia. It's sweet, you want to hear it, and it's next on The Rendezvous. We are in quarantine, as you know, we're all home, and some of us are separated. And I got this message, a Facebook message from Maggie for her girlfriend, Anastasia, who says that her girlfriend is a big fan of mine and the show and listens every night. And she said, Simon, could you give her a message for me? And I said yes, and you could do it too if you want. You just send me an email at therendezvousshow.com because I want The Rendezvous to be a place where it's like a, a, the love post office. And so here's the message that I'm passing to you, Anastasia. She says... Please tell Anastasia that I love her and I can't wait to see her beautiful face. And then she says, can you throw something in French because she loves your accent. So, Anastasia, merci beaucoup d'écouter le rendez-vous et je souhaite à toi et Maggie une relation merveilleuse. So, thank you so much for listening to the rendez-vous and I wish you and your girlfriend Maggie a wonderful relationship together. Merci beaucoup. Thank you so much. And anytime I can do it, I will in these difficult days. Just email me what you want me to pass at therendezvousshow.com and I will read your message so your loved one can hear it. That's the least I can do. Your calls and your questions, they're coming up next on The Rendezvous. Any questions about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Brian. Hey, how are you, Simon? I am doing good. How can I help you tonight? What's going on with you? Okay, so I've been online dating, you know, using the apps like everybody these days. Yep. But I've kind of run into a problem with this quarantine because for me, like, I try to meet somebody that I'm interested in as soon as possible. I'm just, I don't know, I just find it easier to talk in person than texting. Yep. I've never been big on that. And uh, now I'm kind of stuck texting and I don't really know how I should get better at texting to keep maintaining the conversation until we return to normality, you know? Yeah, no, I totally understand. And you're doing the right thing. If it was not for quarantine, online dating and the rule is, you know, you don't spend too much time going back and forth. You want to meet for coffee or drink and get the real vibe. So I agree with your strategy there. But, but we are in quarantine and nobody's meeting anybody for a while. Tell me, what is it with the text message that either worries you, bothers you, or what is uncomfortable about it? So with texting, sometimes I'm just not sure if, like, 
like if I make a joke, if it goes over properly or not, like sometimes the tone can be taken so differently, you know? So I'm always kind of, there's a little bit of uncertainty, like is my text being received the way that I mean it to? Whereas, you know, if you're in person, you have so much right. more to go off of. Yeah. Right. Well, so it's very difficult to pass jokes and, and humor with texting. Very, very difficult. Uh, you got to put right. LOL. You got to so the emojis. My advice on this one, for the time being, is avoid anything that can be misunderstood or you know maybe create a situation where you feel you did a joke. The person thinks you know you're serious. So just text naturally. Don't try any jokes or anything. Just hey, what's up? Ask people how they are. Ask. If people want to be, you know, talk about how they feel and share what the experience is, you can always FaceTime, by the way, there's also WhatsApp. There's many things we can do besides just texting. So if you're not so good at texting, do it on, on a screen on your computer, right? Yeah, that's actually a very good point. I'm actually going to do that. Try it. Yeah, yeah, because I think that, that I mean, texting can get confused with the sense of humor or dry humor and all that. But texting for the essentials and for the fun, all kind of fun, you know, a FaceTime video works much better. Definitely. Thank you so much, right. Simon. That makes a lot of sense. That helps so much. Well, I'm glad I can help. Brian, good luck to you with all that. Stay safe and stay healthy and have a good night. Thanks. You too. Good night. Changing gears. I got an Instagram DM from somebody who just found out that her boyfriend cheated on her and she doesn't know what to do. So let me get to that next. This is a tough one. I got an Instagram DM from Shiva who says, Bonjour, Simon. I just found out today that my boyfriend has been cheating on me with his co-worker. I'm furious. I can't stand to be in the same space as him in our apartment, but I don't know if I should kick him out now during quarantine or should I not? What should I do, Simon? And that, that's a tough situation to be in. If you find out right now in quarantine that your partner cheated on you, what should you do? I'll tell you that next on The Rendezvous. Question for you. What would you do? Like Shiva who just sent me that Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. You found out earlier today that your partner cheated on you with a co-worker. What would you do? Should you kick him out? Should you just pretend it's not happening? What can you do? Here's my advice, Shiva. If your partner has indeed cheated on you, and when there's something like this happens and it's quarantine, either you can put it on the side and pretend that you'll deal with that later or have your boyfriend go back to his parents or a friend of his and quarantine with somebody else. That would be the best because that's too much anger and too much frustration to stay in the same place with somebody, if possible. Otherwise, just don't talk to him ever again and just stay in the room silence. I know it's difficult, so stay strong. And I can only imagine how difficult the situation is. So hopefully, you can go somewhere else ASAP. Good luck to you, Shiva. Thanks for the Instagram DM. You call that next. If you want to share a romantic chapter of your life with me, now is the time. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Angelina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So apparently something really romantic happened to you and your boyfriend. Tell me what happened. Yes, yeah, so me and my boyfriend were supposed to go to Hawaii, and I was really looking forward to the trip, but unfortunately it had to, we have to postpone it, um, so right now it's kind of canceled, and instead of, you know, just 
not doing anything, my boyfriend surprised me with a bunch of decorations and decorated the house as if we were in Hawaii and went all out and, you know, made drinks. And it was kind of like a little staycation indoors. So it, it we got that little taste of Hawaii in, in the house, you know, instead of having to go there. So it was pretty nice. How did that make you feel? It, it made me feel really like just loved, I feel like, and just feel really good, you know, inside. And it felt really just nice. I felt, I really liked it. I like that. Angelina, thank you so much for sharing. And let me tell you, I live in the Midwest. It's dark out. And when you said Hawaii, it just sent that beautiful feeling of water, sunshine, well-being. And thank you for sending that vibe in the universe. Because one day when we're out of this quarantine, we're going to, you know, explore and enjoy more so thank you for sharing that thank you so much angelina and have a good night now let me finish the show with a key question for you since we've been quarantining now all for a while and here's the question if you could work from home all the time would you want to so let's talk about that next so you have noticed that a lot of us has been working from home i've been doing this show from home now for my computer uh for weeks now and I want to ask this question to you. Just, I'm intrigued. Now that you've experienced working at home daily, and here's the question. If you could work from home all the time, would you want to or not? I'm just, I'm just wondering. Actually, I asked my producer, Jill, to post that very question on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio, and also on my website, therendezvousshow.com. If you could work from home all the time, would you want to? And interestingly enough, guess what? 63% of you said, yes, I'm loving it. 37% of you said, no, I miss going in. And I'm kind of um, the 37%. I like going to uh, meet my producer and be to the studio. So I'm hoping that we can go back to normal soon and I can go back to the actual studio and see everybody. I miss everybody, but that's just me. Thanks again for listening and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.